0: listener beware no time to game is a podcast chock full with spoilers if your intent is to play this game and you don't wish the ending to be spoiled turn back now and then come back when you're done and let's talk about it Welcome to No Time to Game, a quest for game life balance, where we play and talk about short games, indie games, and anything else that doesn't demand you sacrifice your relationships or give up your firstborn child. I'm Devin, and I just don't have the hundreds of hours anymore to play MMOs, open world games, and loot grinds.
1: And I'm Josh, and I'm back to being the expert this week.
0: This month I played Forza Horizon 5, developed by Playground Games and published by Xbox Game Studios. Now, if you haven't heard of the Forza franchise and you're listening to this podcast, what seriously have you been doing for the past 17 years? Forza began in 2005 with Forza Motorsport, released on the original Xbox. Currently, there are seven Forza Motorsport games with an eighth on the way, date TBA. These games feature closed circuit racing on fictional racetracks. Now, the Forza line of uh, the Horizon line of Forza games began in 2012, which was the first open-world game in the series. These five games take place in the large, uh, in large open worlds based on real-life locations, Forza Horizon 5 being set in the beautiful Mexico. You are free to explore the environment, enter races solo or with other players, and complete objectives at your leisure. But as always, before we get too much depth with that, uh, Josh, what have you been playing?
1: Um, first, that was quite the summary. Uh, It sounds like you're a a real expert. Um, You've been playing Forza for many years. uh, So I can't wait to hear all of the things you have going back to 2005 with your rich, rich history.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just Wikipedia it before we started.
1: (laughs) A few things. I got really heavy into Stardew um, after our last one and played through a little over a year of that, I'm starting to burn out again now. So I've been branching out a little bit. Um, the game, the most noteworthy game I've played in the last little bit, um, is something called Gorogoa. I think it's pronounced G-O-R-O-G-O-A. Um, they just added it to Game Pass. It was a okay. game that I remember seeing when it first came out and thinking it looked really cool. Um, it's sort of a little indie game, little puzzle game, um, and so. I thought, oh, wait, and I'll pick this up on sale someday. And then I kind of forgot about it. And uh, then it showed up in Game Pass. So I promptly downloaded it and gave it a playthrough. Um, It's short. I think I beat it in like one day. But uh, it was fantastic. It's like, okay, all hand drawn art. And you have these like four squares. And so it's a it's a puzzle game where you're moving the little like pieces of art between the four squares and the way you move them kind of makes the things in the photo change and you can like zoom in and out on stuff. And so because you have this grid of four squares, you can line up, you know, squares left to right. And the character might walk from one square to the next. If the two squares line up properly, or you can line it up from like top to bottom and something might fall from the top one and land in the square underneath. Or you can, like, overlap some that have, like, uh, transparency aspects. Like, maybe there's a door, and so you overlap it, and the person will walk through the door from one photo and into the next. And so it's a a really cool sort of game that just sort of messes with perspective and stuff. Um, Super chill, not super hard, um, but really, really nice looking. And uh, really just a good way to spend a couple hours. Highly recommend.
0: Depends on the puzzle game for me. Um, sometimes they frustrate me, but that one, um, yeah, sounds very pleasing on the uh, on the eyes and the the brain. It sounds like you like um, perspective warping games, though. You've spoken about several games that that play with perspective. Uh, yeah. over, over our episodes here, is that a theme? Yeah, that I you, think I'm a sucker for that kind of thing.
1: I mean, I, I like puzzle games in general. I like games that are two hours long. Um, that's just something that like, you give me anything that's only that long and I will play it. Um, but you know, I, I do really like that kind of thing and just, just weird games. I really like games that I've never played anything like it before. And and this was kind of one of those, you know, with, with the art style, Mm -hmm. especially like it was just very unique and the puzzles weren't super hard. It was really chill. Um, there was a couple of spots where I got a little bit stuck, but it it wasn't too bad.
0: Well, I mean, at this point in our lives, we've probably played uh, hundreds and hundreds of games. So when a developer gives us something that is completely different to anything we've played. Um, yeah, yeah, for that's, sure. That's I mean, a really nice you treat. Know,
1: I like triple A games, you know, I'll still go play Halo and Call of Duty and whatever. But it's, you know, they they never do anything that excites me. It's still fun, but it's never like, oh, man, this is the craziest new thing they added to Call of Duty, you know it's expected yeah exactly so yeah anything and it it usually seems to be indie games taking these weird directions um and so yeah i'm a sucker for it
0: well speaking of AAA games
1: yeah before we get into uh, talking about forza i wanted to give a little disclaimer up front that neither of us are car guys we don't know what we're talking about um so absolutely not we're not going to say things like torque and horsepower um we might say vroom uh yeah that's about the level of what you're gonna get here um and I also wanted to mention too we're, we're talking about Forza Horizon 5 but it's basically the same game as Forza Horizon 4 which I have played a lot of so I've played a fair bit of 5 so far but certainly not finished it um but I played a ton of 4 so we're gonna kind of talk about both because there's really not much difference between the two so um just want to sort of say that up front. You've played five. You've not played four, correct?
0: Not played any of four.
1: Played a little bit of five, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um.
0: Not a like you said already. Not a car guy. I'll say at the top. I had a little bit of trouble getting into this one because it's so far out of my wheelhouse. But <laughs> that was an unintended <laughs> pun. Um. But um. Anyway, I gave it. A, I gave it a shot. I will try anything that you throw at me. Yeah. So, um. I also. I was shocked by this one but I I
1: tried. (laughs) It's certainly, you know, far from anything else we've done. Um, Yeah, I've also never played any of the Forza Motorsports games. And I guess with those, they're they're more of like a simulation kind of game, Uh, more for the hardcore racing fans, hardcore, you know, car fans. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I've never really played those, but, uh, you know, I'd give it a try. Um, Whenever 8 comes out, it'll probably come to Game Pass and I'll probably play it for a little bit. Find that I'm not good enough and then turn it off. But uh so anyways, we won't be talking about the motorsports ones because neither of us have played them.
0: No, not at all. Um speaking of uh them being too difficult and maybe a bit too hardcore, this game was um as far as racing games are concerned, this one was quite realistic in the controls, uh and uh just just the way that it, it that the cars drove. Um and uh maybe that was why i wasn't great at it because i'm typically not a great driver or so i have been told many times by my partner
1: yeah it's it's sort of like it's weird because it it's more of an arcade racer it's not quite so focused on you know being exactly what it's like to really drive a race car but it it's on you know i think the high end of realism for that genre like it's the you know they did a really good job it feels right you know you have different levels of traction depending on what you're driving on and the type of car you have and you know it makes a big difference whether you have all-wheel drive or real-wheel drive or whatever um, mm-hmm. but yeah definitely probably more realism than you're used to you know playing other arcadey kind of racing games like your need for speeds and things like that I think some of that's just come over the years too as, as video games have gotten better Even the arcade racing games are really good now. They tend to be. Yeah.
0: And I have played a few of those in arcades specifically. Yeah. Um, So this were this uh, game is, uh, as I said in the summary, uh, it's an open world driving game. And um, you you're dropped in literally to this game from um, from an airplane. And uh, they're flying over. I do that once at least per episode. You're driving in over beautiful Mexico and the graphics in this game are insane. Um, This is beautiful, beautiful, the scenery and environment and cars, but you're dropped in, um, in, I believe a supercar first, some kind of super sports car. And you are just, you're just told to drive um, to an objective. And then once you get there, you pan out, I think, to another vehicle and suddenly you're in like an all-terrain vehicle of some kind and you're just kind of getting a feel for the different types of cars, the different types of um, layouts and and, um, uh, and tracks that you'll be playing on, um, whether off-road or on the drag races or streets, street races or things like that. It's just kind of like a brief intro to the festival that you're going to be. Uh, Playing in for for the uh, the length of this game and the environment and the different types of vehicles Um, And then after that uh, after you've played this uh, kind of intro summary um, Then you are kind of let free to do Whatever you want Uh, and there's plenty to do a little bit uh, overwhelming amount for me, but there's lots of different types of 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 uh, of races, different types of, um, objectives and hidden achievements and all kinds of things all around, uh, Mexico for you to explore.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of content in these games. Like, you know, you start out and, and it basically throws you into it and you have the whole map. You can just go explore. Um, and there's a few objectives to get you started and you, and the way it works is basically you just free roam till you find an objective and then you go there and you kind of trigger whatever activity you're going to do. Um, But as you do more and more of these, more and more of them unlock. So there's actually like a ton to do in these games. And by the end of it, your map is just completely full of things. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the the more you play and do certain things, you know, you'll you'll get a call from somebody and they'll say, hey, we're trying to open up the, you know, drag race circuit and you go do some mission. And then all of a sudden you have 30 drag race uh, options on your map. And then same thing, like somebody's like, I'm doing an off-roading expedition, and then suddenly there's 30 off-roading things pop up on your map. Um, But yeah, it's all, so like you said, it's all themed around this festival, it's called the Horizon Festival, and it's kind of funny because the whole game, you know, doesn't take itself too seriously. It's basically this car festival takes over an entire, like, town, and everybody is just pumped about it, like there's nobody, you know, out on the streets. It's just people like cheering you on from their windows even though you're like smashing <laughs> through lamp posts and you know crashing into their house and you know driving through their farmers fields and all this stuff. There's there's no
0: consequences in in this game. No, it's it's
1: really just like, hey, we're all pumped. There's a Horizon Festival and like, you know, nothing else matters. Um and yeah, you can you can really just kind of go around and do whatever you want and It's nice because it is sort of really noob friendly in the way that it doesn't require you to win anything. It doesn't require you to, like, do anything, you know, in particular or in a particular order or anything. Um, It just sort of lets you play at your own pace. You can, uh, you know, there's a bunch of difficulty options, so you can rewind if you make a mistake and it just backs everything up. You can change the difficulty of the people you're competing against. Um, it gives you like a driving line to show you when to like brake and all this stuff. And you, you can turn that off if you want to. Um, uh, but the best thing I think is that you actually don't need to win for any reason. Um, it's just a bunch of activities that you can just play. And as long as you do them, it marks them as being done. And that's kind of it.
0: And you get paid and you get experience and um, the more experience you get, you know, you level up and you can get different cars and, I never seemed to have not enough money to do what I wanted to do. And I haven't played that much. I mean, maybe there was more expensive things that I needed it for, but, um, if I wanted to soup up a car that I was driving, um, then I seem to always have enough to do so. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, you, as you play, you unlock, um, all kinds of different cars through wheel spins or which which is uh, like a spin the spin the wheel and see what you get and sometimes you get a new car um and uh and yeah i guess that that was really i assume you get some from from winning certain activities but the only real way that i seemed to get new cars was from wheel spins but again i didn't i didn't get there get that far
1: yeah it's mostly wheel spins and um you know you can buy cars if you want to uh, like you said, right. you can spend your money on upgrading the cars that you have. Um, you can also buy houses, which let you give you new spawn points and also sometimes mm-hmm. give you other things uh, when you buy them. Um, but yeah, it, it the money system was really nice because that's kind of the whole goal. Is Like you say, it's money and XP. And so if you don't win you know, if you're really bad and you're losing all the time, you maybe aren't making as much money, but you can just replay the races until you have enough money for what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And even then, I don't even know that you really need to because there's so many activities. You can just keep unlocking new stuff. And and that was basically how I played. I just went around and was like, oh, there's something over here. Let's go see what it is. And I'd play it. And then every once in a while, I'd have a bunch of money and it's all right, well, let's go buy a new house or, you know, buy a sports car or just soup something up or whatever. And so there's all kinds of stuff to do and it, it sort of keeps you going um, just based on how much you're motivated to keep going. Uh, and then at some point you just get bored and stop playing. And that that's sort of the whole cycle of this game, which is different to most things I've played.
0: I found it quite fun as well to to not do anything at all Yes. (laughs) to just cause you, you you also get rewarded for just driving around and crashing into things like you get rewarded for smashing into uh, trees or going as fast as you can, or hitting a jump and getting some sick air or whatever. Like you can just level up and get paid for driving around the world and exploring and finding new roads that you haven't driven on yet or new areas. which was just, that was just a lot of fun because it is, it is a beautiful game. Um, It's certainly nothing to sneeze at. Like it is, uh, the cars are beautiful. The the scenery is gorgeous and uh, just all kinds of different, I mean, you're in Mexico, right? So there's, there's jungles, there's towns, there's beaches, there's all kinds of things to see. um, If you spend some time exploring and if you have a decent off-road vehicle, then you can really go anywhere.
1: Yeah. And it is, like you say, it's really nice looking. The last one, um, Horizon 4, I think came out in like 2018, something like that. And so it's still a modern looking game. Like that was still a nice looking game as well. Um, but it took place in uh, Britain instead of Mexico. And so mm-hmm. the climate and stuff was different. It was a whole different atmosphere, um, which was cool. Even though the gameplay was the same, you know, you were in very different kind of location. Um, and then the was it raining all the time? Uh, a lot. <laughs> um, there are also seasons in this game. So each week in real time, the season changes. And so when you were in Britain, the seasons were like basically summer, rain, snow, rain, summer. Um, but it's very yep. different in Mexico. It's it's like summer storm season, you know, dry season, wet season. Like it, uh, there's no snow, I think, unless you go up onto the top of the mountains, um, which is kind of a, bummer because the snow was really fun in four. Um, it also froze sure. all the water so you could drive on all the lakes and stuff, which was cool.. Mm. Um, but the biggest difference for me is that you drive on the left in England and you drive on the right in Mexico. And so I keep crashing into everyone because I played so much for. <laughs> I'm used to driving on the left hand side of the road when I play Forza, which is a, a weird thing because you know we drive on the right side of the road here in real life. Um, so luckily it hasn't. It's funny, that, it's funny that that's a concern of yours because I was just trying to stay on the road at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was really not good at this game. It's mostly when you're like in free roam and you're going down the highway or something. You're like, man, why is everyone going the wrong way? Mm, but, yeah, I see. I see. Yeah, you you mentioned too, um, you know, how fun it is to just drive around. So they really like did a good job with this game, making it so that, you're getting rewarded no matter what you're doing. Like you can just skip the things mm-hmm. you don't like; it doesn't really matter. Um, but they also gave you a bunch of stuff you could do in free roam, and so you can drive around. There's all kinds of collectibles you can find. Like um, there's these like sandwich board things that you can smash that give you XP, and some of them give you like fast travel points or something. I- I'm not even sure really what those are for, but they're fun to collect. Um, and then there's a bunch of little activities that don't take you like into a race in the same way that the races do. They just let you do them while driving around. You seamlessly kind of transition into these things. Um, And so some of them are like there's speed traps where you just go through a speed trap as fast as you can. And it gives you one to three stars depending on how fast you were going. Um, Mm. Those are probably my favorite because you just get a really fast car and hope for the best. Um, But there's also speed zones where you have to keep up the fastest speed while driving through... Uh, You know, a certain section of road, Um, there's drift zones, which are basically the same thing. It's a section of road, but instead of speed, you have to do a certain number of drifts and get a certain number of points. Um, New for five, I think, because I don't think it was in four, there was these off road point to point where you just basically are driving on the road and then suddenly it's like, now go over here and you just have to drive through like a jungle or across a beach or something. Um, Mm -hmm. but probably the most fun, um, is there's ramps kind of all over the place and you get one to three stars depending on how much air you get, like how much distance you get off the ramp. And so those are always really fun because you get to try and find a balance between like a car that goes really fast and a car that'll get a lot of good air time. Um, but sometimes also like the build up to the ramp can be kind of hard. So you can't just get a sports car that can't off-road because sometimes these ramps are in the middle of nowhere. So there's a lot of switching cars for the activities that you're trying to do. I
0: loved the ramps as well, but I did not get as far as to find the car that uh, would do the ramp the best. Um, I think, uh, well, I know I know you played these games uh, a heck of a lot more than I did, but um, but yeah, I was just like, trying really hard to not go off road before I hit the ramp. Sometimes I would hit the ramp sideways. Yeah, that
1: definitely happens. Um, That's what the rewind button is good for. Mm -hmm. Um, And And I loved that. button. yeah, you can rewind during races or in free roam, which is really good. It's also good when you get stuck on some rocks or upside down or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the, the nice thing about all these activities too, is just that there's like such a large number of cars that kind of the point is to, earn a bunch of different cars, soup them all up and then have different cars for the different activities. You know, you've got a ramping car, you've got an off-roading car, you've got a drag racing car uh, and you can just get like a huge collection. There's also a lot of cars that like kind of suck, which you sort of ran into uh, an issue with early on because I remember you were like, we were playing together and you were like, hey, I'm just going to soup up this car and you spent a bunch of money and time and then took it on one race and hated it, um, which was sort of yeah, unfortunate. It, it was trash. It was <laughs> like a 83
0: Volkswagen, maybe a Golf. I think it was a Golf or a Jetta or something. And it looked cool. I loved. I always loved those old boxy Volkswagens. But I, then I put like, you know, 200 grand into it and it was trash. I couldn't
1: control it. It was it was drifting everywhere. Yeah, I think whenever when that happens, that's a car for a drift challenge and you just kind of don't use it for anything else because it are mm-hmm. so hard to do races with things that have no traction.
0: Yep. That was, that was, that was that. But, um, I mean, it was, yeah, it looked cool. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that was about it. Did you get any like supercars or anything with sort of high rankings? Anything memorable? Yeah, I
0: had a, I had a Lamborghini, uh Huracan, um, that was like, I think it was like an S rank, uh, S one. Um, cause the ranking system, I think, what did it start out? Start at B
1: or C? Uh, I think it goes as far down as D, but like the cars that right. low or like it's a 1910, you know, bicycle, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just garbage right. that you can't do anything with.
0: Okay. So yeah, you've got your D and then a number, um, which tells you how kind of how high up
1: yeah, it goes it so it goes from uh, D to A, and then it goes to mm-hmm. S one and S two, and then it goes to X, which I don't know why it make the system makes very little sense to me. Um, I didn't see
0: any X's. I yeah, didn't, and, I didn't
1: get any of those. And X is only when you've got it maxed out. So they have like scores based on the stats, and uh, I think the way it works is like if the score is like you know four hundred, it's a D. If it's above five hundred, it's a C, and and it goes up to where I think S is like in the 800 to 900 range. And then X is if you max it out at 999, I believe. Um,
0: Hmm. Why wouldn't they just go to a thousand?
1: I don't know. I don't know what that, what that ranking means, but um, the cool thing about that is it lets you pick any car for any race and everyone else gets a car in that same rank. So that's another kind of nice feature of this too. If you got a car you like, or, you know, for you, you get that Lamborghini, you can just keep using that in races and you don't have to worry that, you know, the other people are going to have a better car or, you know, you're playing against people with way worse cars. It just balances it for you.
0: Right. Unless you're playing um, online, right? With other players? Uh,
1: no, even then, it's still it, it still um, keeps it within one of those like letter rankings. Um, but I okay, think it's sure. you might not get to choose online. I don't know how that works. It might be just the host chooses or something.
0: Yeah, I I normally just played solo races uh, unless it was you or I playing together, um, which we did a couple times. But normally, if I was uh, joining a race, I wouldn't go to the option that had
1: uh, other players. I just didn't. I didn't like that. I I had hard
0: enough time beating the computer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't ever do that either. Um, Like you say, it's, you know, I'm playing this game as a guy that doesn't really play racing games. I just want to relax. I don't want to be competing against other people who know what they're doing no people that are running you off the road on purpose (laughs) yeah i want to run run people off the road by accident so i like to play that's right (laughs) um you did mention though that we played together so uh that's another cool feature this game is that it has uh co-op and competitive races um and so co-op was kind of fun i've played with you and i've played with uh, a few other people and it's sort of a nice chill way to just Play something with some friends with some really, really low stakes, you know, compared to the usual mm-hmm. first person shooters and stuff that you tend to play together.
0: Yeah, it's just a nice way to spend some time hanging out like it's it is very easy. You can just roam around together or do a, a you know, a race or one of those speed traps um, and just chat. You don't have to worry about like communicating uh, like <laughs> commands yeah. or or like yeah get my six yeah <laughs> or something like that that's just like no i i i'm i'm off road again yeah
1: and like and you that. i think you can like fast travel to each other and stuff and it's just like mm-hmm. it's a nice like fun thing to do with really you can just kind of fool around and, and not worry about it i think mostly what we did was just drive around do the free roam stuff so all of those seamless activities you can do in co-op but it really makes absolutely no difference that you're in co-op um hmm Or you can start an actual race. And we did a couple of those. Um, And the way that works is you can either do co-op or competitive. And it's either me and you against all the computer uh, uh, players, which is the co-op version, or competitive where it's just everyone for themselves. Um, And so that co-op option was kind of nice because it pulled us together so you don't have to compete with each other. You know, if, If I'm winning and you're not winning, we still win together. And I think it would be a good way to play, you know, with with kids or something, too, who, you know, just want to play, but they're not really good. You can kind of help them earn some money and, you know, unlock some cars and stuff in that way.
0: I don't think there was couch co-op, though, was there? No, I don't think so. Um, my uh, stepson did really love this game. He, he played it a few times um, this past week, and uh, he was <laughs> today. He was uh, supposed to remind me that I needed to play some more before we recorded. <laughs> so um, I told him that I did, and he was like, "Did you get stuck on anything? Like, did you need my help?" <laughs> so He's like, "Dude, you're eight. Yeah. I'm fine, but no, thank you for asking.
1: <laughs> He's uh, gonna be helping you, you in your car. You. Like, don't forget to check your seatbelt. <laughs> watch your blind spots." <laughs> he was <laughs> like, "Did you two. know that
0: you can? T- you know, you can tune y- your car before a race. You know, <laughs> man." And I was like, "I know." but I have never done that. I don't know. know. Thank you. How do I do it, please? Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. And it is. He is. He is an eight year old car guy. (laughs) Like He's he's the car guy of this house. He's the one that is always talking about. He was really excited when I got a Subaru WRX STI, which I just think is too many letters (laughs) for, um, for a car to have as a name. But every time he sees one out uh, and about, he points them out. Nice. Um,
1: Yeah, it is. He was excited when I said we were doing this. (laughs) It's good for people who are into that kind of thing. At least I assume it is. I I mean, again, who knows? Maybe it's all gibberish to them, too. Maybe it's all made up. But there's a lot (laughs) of options in this game for tuning your cars and, um, you know, tweaking every little aspect of it. Um, You can also I don't know if you saw this, but when you go to your house, you can choose your cars and you can like walk around them and inspect them. And they're like mm-hmm. really to detailed to the point where you can open the doors and pop the hood and open the trunk and like all the interiors are done. And like just the amount of detail they put into each car in these games is incredible. That's pretty
0: cool. Yeah. For a for a car lover, this game would probably uh, tick some boxes yeah, for you.
1: Exactly. For me, I'm just like, hey, that car has back to the future doors. <laughs> time, to, time to go <laughs> crash into some fences hmm yeah let's see how much air i can get <laughs> um but uh the nice thing about all those tunings and stuff is that people can do it and then save it and then other people like you and i can just go download some presets so we don't have to do it um so again you know play how you want if you like tuning cars you could spend all day doing it if you don't like doing it you just download whatever ones get the highest rating and away you go um and that's yeah, what i was I thankful for that
0: yeah, yeah. I tried tuning it by myself once, and I was I, I ended up just wasting a bunch of money. And <laughs> it wasn't that much better. Yeah. Um, and then you told me to to just buy a preset, um, and that was game changing. Yeah, that was yeah,
1: that's a lot better. I thank goodness. Did you check out the other player creations? So there's um, you can, uh, create the way like the car is styled, like decals and colors, and uh, you know all kinds of things like that.
0: Um, I heard about that, but I did not, I did not check that out.
1: I played with it a bit in four and, and it's pretty fun. You can, you know, you can make your own, but again, it's really time consuming and I uh, just I'm not that artistic or into that. But I had some cars that had like, you know, were all in black and had the Batman logo on them and stuff. And just like some really <laughs> foolish things that people had made. Uh, so it's a pretty, um, elaborate, like customization menu that you can do a lot of stuff with. Um, so again, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, there's a lot you can do. If you're not interested in it, you can just skip over it. And there's really no punishment for that.
0: That is true of the, of, of, yeah, this whole game. I, there was a lot that I didn't understand and still don't. Um, the menus are a little bit confusing and complex in this game. There's just a lot to, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to read. There's a lot of different places you can wind up and not really know how you got there. Um, I found yes.
1: And well, sometimes you'll unlock something and it's like press start to go to the thing you unlocked and then it's a menu you've never seen before. And you're just like, <laughs> where is this? How do I get back here? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And I still don't really. I just I get lucky if I get back to uh, driving around. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway. I figured it out in the end, but I don't have a good grasp on it by any means.
1: Yeah, me either. And and that was an issue I had even with four after like I probably played like 80 hours of Horizon 4 and still didn't really understand the menus. And there was still probably some stuff that I was missing or hadn't done. And I just had no idea. Um, But it ultimately doesn't really matter. So, you know, kudos to them for making a game that just lets you do whatever and doesn't really force you into anything. The other thing that we didn't mention that you can do in in, uh, co-op that was kind of fun was it's called Horizon Arcade. And it's basically a set of mini games that you do. So you can do it by yourself and it'll just pair you with random people or you can do it in co-op and also with random people, kind of however you want to do it. Um, But we did one of those and that was kind of fun. It just is sort of a mix of those open world things like speed traps and ramps and stuff. And collectively, everyone has to earn a certain number of points to move on to the next stage. Mm-hmm. One of those happens, I think, every five minutes or ten minutes or whatever it is, and everybody just kind of piles in and goes and does it together. And It's just like a little fun community event. Yeah, that
0: was fun. I, 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 I only did that the one time with you, but uh, I mean, I don't think I contributed. Um, <laughs> I think we <laughs> much failed the community pool. Did we fail so. uh, collectively? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad.
1: But, uh, you know, it's still a good time. We had fun doing Yeah. It. And again, yeah. you know, you still get points, you still get some money, you know, whatever. Like the, there's never really any wasted activity. There's nothing that you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Or, you know, my time was better spent somewhere else. It just really doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. This one was good for just, uh, doing whatever you want for as little or much time as you want.
1: Yeah. And it it really loads you up on the like endorphins from constantly giving you things. So you, like you mentioned wheel spins, which is basically just loot boxes that you get for free constantly. So it's all the good of loot mm-hmm. boxes without the downside of having to pay money for them. Um, and then there's super wheels. Nobody spins. likes to do. No. And the super wheel spins is just three wheel spins at once. So those are extra wow. fun. Um, But there's also, you know, for people that like collecting, there's all kinds of collections you can fill out. There's um, so there's a car collection. So you try to get all the cars and if you get a certain number of cars from any um, specific company or whatever, it gives you like an unlock. You get some prize for like I got 10 Toyotas. Here's a gift. Um, There's also collectible. um, They're called garage finds. I don't know if you saw any of those. You get like a phone call and it says no. there's a garage nearby that you can go check out. Um, they're pretty cool. It's like usually I mean, there's a there's very minimal story to this game, but it's basically like where it is. Someone in 1972 had a such and such around these parts and maybe it's still in a garage somewhere. And then you go find it on the map. And then it,
0: I did do one of those, actually.
1: Now that you uh, explain it, I, I found I think it was an old Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, it's usually like antique cars. And then, mm-hmm. you know, somebody fixes it up for you and then it's added to your collection. Yeah, I think it still drove like crap. Yeah, they but, usually uh, do. But... <laughs> Again, I guess <laughs> probably for, you know, people who are into antique cars, they're probably pumped. Um, it is a little bit of a bummer, though, that some of that stuff doesn't drive well because it would be fun to you know, drive around in silly antique cars and stuff. Mm. And you can't soup them up so that they do drive well? Uh, or? I mean, to a point, you can make them better, but you're probably going to bump them from like a D to like a B or something. You're not going to, you know, it's not mm. going to compete with a Lamborghini no matter what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it I wouldn't be realistic. No. Did. I mean, yeah, I don't know that they're, they're still fun. And again, because of the ranking system, you can still use them if you want to and you're just racing against other crappy antique cars. So, you know, they're still mm-hmm. usable, but, uh, yeah, I had one in four that was like a, a, it was like a smart car that had three wheels. I don't remember what it was called. It was the weirdest thing I ever saw. And it was incredibly. Tippy. <laughs> and You would just flip I've, over. everywhere. I've seen, they did an episode of top gear on,
0: uh, on that car yeah I can't remember the name of it but it was hilarious yeah it was a really good
1: episode I souped it up as much as I could and it was a nightmare (laughs) it would just flip over constantly it was it was a good time souping
0: it up doesn't add a fourth wheel no
1: it just made it fast and tippier so you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of fun to be had just doing stuff like that in this game you just fool around and like you said the money is pretty plentiful so you know you spend 20k souping up a a dumb car you're gonna get that back in four or five races anyway sure you were never never seemed to be without the other thing you can get too from the wheel spins is uh you can get clothes and emotes for your character so that we didn't talk about but you could there's like a character customization where you can kind of choose a face and give yourself prosthetic arms and you know change your outfit Mm -hmm. change your emotes uh, so like what you'll do, you know, when you win a race and all these things. And so that that's pretty fun. which isn't
0: like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't see your character all that often. Um, you see it standing next to your car at the beginning of a race or afterwards. But it's not like you can get out of your car and walk right. around like this isn't uh, this isn't Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> like you you're driving around and you. And yeah, you can customize your character and put on, you know, a jacket that you want, but you're only going to see that maybe like through the rear window uh, of your car or after you win a race, you might uh, celebrate with that. But yeah, the customization is is cool, but you don't you don't uh, you don't use it that much. Yeah,
1: I think it'd probably be more fun if you were playing online a lot because then in the loading screens, you're seeing each other. But if you're just playing mm-hmm. by yourself, it's sort of like, eh, whatever. Yeah doesn't matter that much you can also customize your uh horn sound too and i haven't really played with that much but i've seen some funny videos online i don't know if you saw any i of did that. play
0: with it a little bit but i didn't have very many i didn't have any good ones i could just mostly affect the pitch all of the right good ones were locked i had to pay for them or or unlock them or some other way but there there were some pretty funny um like jingles
1: yeah the one that stands out i I saw it on twitter i think and it's just like the windows xp boot up sound and every time you honk your horn it just plays that really loud so that was kind of funny because it's a i mean this is a one of xbox's like main series right so it's got all kinds Mm -hmm. of weird little like microsoft easter eggs and stuff i think they even added in this one the um the sound it makes when you get a message on like microsoft teams Oh, fun. Now that everybody's working from home, you can drive yourself insane, you know, listening to that (laughs) team sound in your video games. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Sounds like a bad idea.
1: Yeah. So I haven't played with that too much. But yeah, there's just so much collectible stuff, so much to do that you can really spend a lot of time playing these games. Um, And like I said, there's also seasons And each season has its own activities where it's usually just like do the same races that are already in the game. But if you do this certain set, you you'll get a free car or you get a free whatever you get a wheel spin. And so every week there's new activities to do. So it's kind of got that games as a service vibe of, you know, never running out of things to do. You could play this for, well, I guess indefinitely um, if you wanted to. Yeah. And they do have DLCs. I don't think there's any for five yet because it's too new, but. Um, there was a few and four. I never got them, um, but the one I remember was a Lego DLC and everything. The It was like a new map that was all Lego. All the cars were Lego. It was really cool. Uh, there was another DLC as well that took place, I think, on an island. So I think each of them basically has their own map and it's separate from the main game. Um, mm. So that's pretty cool. But I never they were kind of expensive. So I never bothered because I get the games free through Game Pass. I didn't want to spend like 40 bucks buying the DLCs. Of course.
0: And you said this was for four, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any out because five just came out pretty recently. Oh,
0: OK. When did it come out? Actually, I don't, uh, I don't know that.
1: I want to say it was just before Christmas, so like the end of 2021 sometime. Right. Because I think it won some awards um, at the Game Awards in 2021 for um some of the accessibility features and stuff that they had which was pretty cool like mm-hmm. they went really above and beyond I think it's the the first game or at least the first game I've ever heard of that has um like sign language in it and stuff and like they did a lot of really cool accessibility stuff in this game I noticed
0: that it seemed to be really I mean it's I've never I've never seen a game before that you could choose to have, um, if you wanted, you know, a prosthetic arm or two prosthetic arms, prosthetic legs, or all four, if you wanted to, like yeah. that kind of customization is not really, it's not normal in, uh, in games where you can customize your character. So, I mean, that was, that was really cool that they have sign language is really cool. Um, it's just, you know, it's pretty progressive. Yeah. They, cool to see.
1: They really went above and beyond and like kind of set a new standard for that. So, you know, like I say, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to see um, it'd be good to see more of this in games. Um, and it does seem to be something that like Microsoft is focusing on with a lot of their stuff, which is cool. Um, I don't know if you saw a few years ago, they came out with like, I forget what it's called, but it's basically an accessibility controller. And it like, it's like okay. this panel thing that you can plug in all these different uh, contraptions into so that you can like remap all your buttons to like foot pedals or like things that you can like you know, control with your leg or your arm or, you know, different. Basically, you can customize your own controller however you want. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And I think it was really well received. I've never seen one in person, but uh, I've heard a lot of good things about them. I love that.
0: Go Microsoft. That's yeah. so cool.
1: But that's um, that's really all I've got to say about Forza. So unless you've got anything else, I did want to ask you, sort of about your history with racing games.
0: Okay. Um, I think I might have mentioned that uh, I was uh, shocked when you chose this as a game for me to play. Um, I think I was mostly shocked because, yeah, it's so far outside of what we've normally played. But it's also, it's not really, it's not a a game. Sports games and racing games are not really games that I play um, much of at all. Uh, and haven't played a whole lot of, if we're talking racing, racing games, I've played Mario Kart, lots and lots of Mario Kart. Um, not, not even the the new ones. This more when I was a a kid and a teen. Um, and I played the heck out of pod (laughs) racer on the N64, but, um, no, I think those are probably the only racing games that I have played extensively.
1: Yeah, I don't think those skills are going to translate too well. No, to, uh, not at all. Something like this. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we've established at this point that I will literally play anything, but I've mm-hmm. not played a lot of racing games. I, I did when I was a kid, I played a little bit. And I remember having some old need for speed games. And I remember, you know, going to my cousin's house. And I don't know when this would have been, but I was fairly young. And he had a racing wheel hooked up to his computer but it was like so early in the, you know, racing wheel peripherals that it didn't have pedals with it. So he had, he had this racing wheel bolted to his desk. And then what he had done is uh, taken a mouse and I think like mounted it into like a piece of wood on the floor so that the two mouse buttons you could use with your foot to be like gas and brake pedals and like remap the controls and stuff. And so I remember playing that, you know, years and years ago. And then I had a racing wheel sort of around that same time. It was just a real piece of junk. Um, mm-hmm. But then not so long ago in the PS3 era, I got another racing wheel, one of the more modern ones with like force feedback. So like when you're turning, it pulls kind of against you. And, you know, as you smash around, it jolts the wheel around. and
0: it feels more natural. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I, so I played a bit of Gran Turismo, I don't know. I think it must have been five maybe um, with that on the PS3. And that was really fun. But again, I hit that wall of I'm, I'm not good enough at these games and I couldn't continue anymore, which was a bummer because mm-hmm. it was really fun to use that wheel.
0: And you don't have the wheel that you can use for this?
1: No, I, it, it was like a PlayStation specific peripheral. Oh, of course. So I don't have anything for Xbox. I mean, I'm sure there are some, but. Um,
0: are you know. going to get it just for this game? Yeah, maybe well, that's
1: not. the thing. Yeah, I got really excited about that wheel on the PlayStation because I used one and then found one Mm -hmm. secondhand, like kind of in the same day sort of thing and was just like, I'm buying this. I'm going to use this forever. And then I really (laughs) didn't use it much, but it was super cool.
0: Yeah. The only time that I have played a racing game with a wheel has been at an arcade. Yeah. And I, I do find the wheels, you know, compared to a joystick. Um, I, I mean, it's certainly more natural, uh, more, more, um, realistic but it's uh i find it a little easier uh, once you yeah. get the hang of it if it's a decent wheel if it's a decent uh, system that you're playing on um i i don't know i i, I struggle with the uh, the turning on the joystick with this game especially um but again i don't have a, a a wealth of uh of knowledge of uh racing games to compare it to so um yeah but i mean i would i would if i think if i had a wheel i probably would enjoy it more
1: yeah, it, it's hard on the joystick because you only have, you know, it's like a two millimeter thing. And it's like if you put half a millimeter to the left, you'll turn a little bit. Yeah. But really what you do is you you turn left, let go, turn left, let go, turn left, let go. And you're just tapping it constantly. Um, whereas with mm-hmm. the wheel, you, you definitely have a lot more precision. Uh, yeah, it would be fun. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe now that we're talking about it, making me want to go check out what Xbox has for peripherals. But I definitely don't play enough racing games to really make it worthwhile
0: maybe you would maybe you'd go pro
1: (laughs) that's it that's all that's standing between me and you know getting a contract Mm -hmm. with some esports league or whatever going on the hardware yeah yeah it's all the controller's fault but then if i get a if i get the hardware then i can't blame it on the controller so i don't want to risk it it's too much at stake i can forever say that's the only thing holding me back from my dreams of being a pro forza horizon 5 player it's easier to be mediocre (laughs) um so that's it for what we wanted to talk about for forza so let's jump into our steam reviews um this time what we've done is i've looked up a couple for forza horizon 4 and you've looked up a couple for forza horizon 5 so i will jump in first um Mm -hmm. the first one i found said good for the soul Particularly when it comes to ramming a Bugatti through a dry stone wall at 250 miles per hour, <laughs> um, and then this one really—I uh, don't know—I don't know what to think about this one. This person said, "Lost my save and had to grind from the beginning, but still, it was fun. Not recommended.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> not recommended to play the game, or not recommended to lose your save." I
1: don't That's... know. It was a—it was a negative review saying that I lost my save. But also I enjoyed building my way back up to where I was. So that that reads like a positive review to me, but I think they might have just been Mm. bitter about the save loss. Possibly. It was probably their fault. (laughs) They didn't want to admit it. Yeah, it was pretty highly reviewed on Steam. Um, Most people that most of the negative things that I read were saying that this game is so old, it shouldn't still cost this much money. That was basically all it was saying because it's like a four-year-old game now and it was still you know fairly high priced for a four-year-old game so that was the the most negative reviews really that i saw for that
0: um well forza horizon 5 um got an overall um very positive um rating from steam it's not in the overwhelmingly positive that we've seen (laughs) on a few games but still very positive (laughs) according to steam um there were a few that I that stuck out for me uh, especially Um, the gaming lizard said car
1: many cars
0: that's it (laughs) (laughs) just one Uh, just car yep Uh, and it was a positive review thumbs up (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, let me see they also spent uh, only 15.8 hours maybe they only had the one
1: car couldn't figure out how to change cars do not How recommend. Do I get more
0: cars. Just car. Yeah, but they did recommend it. They recommend it with just the one car. So, um, cool. Good job. Gaming lizard. Um, Moderna. Well, that's quite topical. Isn't it? Moderna said, um, what do you call a Mexican who lost his car?
1: Do I, is this Carlos?
0: <laughs> I don't. And <laughs> it doesn't say anything about the game itself, but I, I, uh, I like a good dad joke. Um, and then, lastly, Ryoku said, "Car look good. Engine go vroom, vroom. Turbo goes do 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 do. Wheels go
1: skirt." <laughs> That's about the level we were going for here. You forget to just yeah. say, oh, yeah. "You really torqued out your horsepower there."
0: Now these are the these are the reviews that spoke to me specifically. <sighs> yeah, and you can tell a lot from
1: those three. I think <laughs> that um, that reminds me of something. I remember years ago. Coming to the discovery that no one makes the same car noise. Everybody's car Mm. noise is different, but they're all really similar. I'd like to hear yours. So oh, now I'm in my head. I don't know. I think I go. Just do it naturally. So it starts with B, ends in an R. Very much in the lips as well. Yeah.
0: It sounds a bit like you're playing a trumpet
1: or something. Yeah. What about you?
0: I think mine is more like see so you start with e it's the first letter everyone has a different one so but i also i always do the
1: the, the gear shifting. Right. but
0: i i drive an automatic
1: yeah and only <laughs> yeah i do too maybe i just just bad at it <laughs> um yeah yeah I, I i asked like 20 people this one day and no two of them were the same the best one i had was, was, was interesting study one guy went ba. <laughs> I don't know what kind of car he was driving, but you know I've probably heard cars around here that <laughs> uh, that sound like that. But yeah, so you start asking people, everybody will have a different first letter, and it's it's a weird thing. You'd think as a society we we would have all settled on what a car sounds like, but apparently we haven't. I'm
0: very curious now. I might have to do my own case study. Yeah,
1: every everyone go out and ask five friends, and you'll you'll be surprised and record it and send it. To you. <laughs> um. So let's jump into our reviews. So the reviews on Steam were, you know, car noises and various nonsense. Um what do you enlightening really? What do you think uh they did really well in this game? Um car? Just the one? <laughs> uh just that golf. Just
0: car. Just the golf that I spent a bunch of money on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I already said that this game is is gorgeous. Um it's um graphics are fantastic. I mean, you can just drive around and enjoy the scenery. Uh, The cars feel realistic um, to drive, but they, you know, they don't all drive the same. So there's just a lot, there's a lot to do. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just easy to get into and do what you want.
1: Yeah, it is a good pick up and play aspect of, Mm -hmm. you know, I got 20 minutes, like, that's kind of how I play it now is just to, to kill 20 minutes here and there. I'll hop in, do a race, smash some of those boards, you know, whatever, and carry on, go do whatever I needed to do.
0: Exactly. It's easy to pick up, but it's also really easy to put down, which is good.
1: Yeah, for me. Well, I guess that depends. It has a bit of that. Um, well, there's just something right here I could go do before I stop, you know, the open oh, world sure. games do have. But yeah, it is it isn't too bad um, in the sense of you. you certainly don't have to rush out and do it.
0: Mm. Well, for me, it was really easy for me to just do one race, play seventh and go do something else. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's more addictive if you're not coming in seventh. I think if you're good at it, then it might be, <laughs> it might be a uh, different, I, I was so bad at it that, um, today when I was playing it, I, I got a pop-up that said, you've lost several r- races <laughs> in a row. Would you like to lower the difficulty to novice? Yeah. And I said, yes, that's,
1: that's hard. <laughs> Please. But, uh, yeah. That's hard to see. So a lot yeah. of shame. But then package. after I did
0: that, it was like I was in first, I was doing terribly and I was in first place for most of this race mm-hmm. and then I hit a wall and then this whole pack of cars just passed <laughs> me. And anyway. yeah.
1: yeah, it's definitely yeah. got some new friendly features, I think, to what I've noticed, and, and I don't think it's advertised anywhere, but it kind of seems like everybody slows down right at the end so that it sort of artificially hmm. gives you those last minute like, oh, I was in third, but I won. Like that happens right. to me a lot, a lot more than it should. I think so. there might be a little <laughs> bit of, you know, them doing, doing some stuff to make us feel better about ourselves.
0: Depending on the difficulty, probably. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it is a really nice looking game. The audio is really good too. Like just the attention to detail in general, you know, the, the car sounds, none of them go. Mm-hmm. Bah. They all sound really nice (laughs) Or (laughs) Um, and like I was saying about opening the doors and popping the hood and all that like they don't need to add that detail but it's really cool that they did other than being bad at it. Was there anything in particular that stood out as something you didn't like about this game?
0: Um, Again the menus were a little bit confusing. Um, I don't know if that was the game or me.
1: No they definitely Um, are.
0: They are. Okay. So yeah, I would say that I found it a bit complicated to, uh, to, to really understand what was going on in the menus. Um, And there were a lot of them. Yeah, I think that's really it, though.
1: Yeah, I think the thing that saves me there is that you can like play for 50 hours and just not really learn how certain things work. And it's just kind of fine. But yeah, I Mm -hmm. I definitely had some of that when I, I played a ton of four. And then you have all these categories that you're leveling up. And I went and looked and some of them, I was still level one. And I was like, wait, is there stuff in this game that I've not even done yet? Like, what am I missing here? <laughs> and I never did figure right. out some of it. So definitely is uh, the menu system is confusing. But on the flip side, I you know, it would really suck if this had like a 40 hour long introduction to show you how all the menus work. So agreed. It might be the best you can do with you know those complex systems i don't know but just figure it out yourself you yeah know. um i think to or don't <laughs> the the radio stations so it has radio stations that you can flip through um and they were not great like comparing it to gta online it was it's the same kind of a system but there's way fewer stations and the, you know the quality is not as good and it just gets repetitive really fast Um, Mm -hmm. so that was kind of a bummer, but you know, I, have mentioned before, I mostly just watch TV when I play stuff like this and this is the perfect game to play while, you know, watching TV or listening to a podcast or something. And so the audio, I I don't really care too much about.
0: Could you turn off the radio stations alone like on their own?
1: Yeah. So that the radio stations, there was like a classical radio station of like, you know, stuff that was out of copyright, probably that they could just put in the game for free. And then there was like mm. one that had a couple of modern songs. And then I, I think there was two or three stations that had like a couple modern songs that would cycle through. And then there was just an off that you could just leave it off all the time.
0: There seemed to also be a Spanish only radio station. Probably is in this just one. Just playing Spanish music.
1: Yeah. I, I think in, in the other one, it was different. Um, Cause they probably sure, had, they yeah. probably each have like a local radio station kind of thing. And then just your, Mm -hmm. your typical like whatever pop music is current sure um but yeah that that's about it for me there there was also some stuff like i said about the dlc that was sort of locked behind a paywall and sometimes they were trying to get you to buy things um you know you'd go to a menu and it would be like do you want the map of you know treasures or whatever it was called and i was just like okay and so i'd press the button and then it would take me to the store and i was like oh well i don't want that (laughs) (laughs) i want to pay for it so there was a bit of that, like, hey, why don't you buy some stuff? But as far as, you know, modern games go, it was no worse than anything else. Yeah,
0: I didn't experience that um, side of it. I didn't I didn't go looking, but I I didn't find anything that I had to just had to pay for.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, early on, definitely not. It's really like once you start running out of stuff to do and you're just, you know, clicking on things and going through menus and stuff. Right. Uh, um. Well, let's dive into our ratings then um so this one probably doesn't really apply but what what did you think about the length of this game
0: yeah i mean it's an open world game um it wasn't playing it to to beat it or i mean you probably could play all of the objectives and all of the the races um but I I, <laughs> I didn't come close uh, at all. I don't I don't know yeah. what the length of that content is. So Do you think you'll I mean, play more? Probably not. <laughs> i I might with the kids yeah. uh, if 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 they want to, but for me it's just not my yeah, it's just not my style of game.
1: Yeah, I think I probably played like fifty to hundred hours of four and wow you know, to the point where there wasn't much left for me to do, but those seasonal events, like I could still pop in every once in a while and do some seasonal events and it was still fun. So it's, it's definitely like, it can be a long game. And especially now, like if, you know, for somebody who hasn't played any of them, you got four and five in game pass to go play. You can get a Mm. a lot of time out of this, but uh, yeah, I think it was good in the sense of because there's very little in the way of story, a game like this can't really be too long. Like You're not going to mm-hmm. feel the need to beat it. You can just keep playing it until you're bored of it. And there's exactly. a lot of that. You can go a long way before you get bored of it and still have new things to do. I can see that. I can see that. Um, and we just talked about this, but as far as addictiveness goes, you said you had a really easy time putting it down.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was fun, but for me, it was fun for short, short little bursts. Um, I could easily do a race or two and then go do something else. Um, and it, and like you said before, it, it is a great way to pass 20 minutes, mm-hmm. half an hour. Uh, if that's all you have to play, then don't get into something that's really story driven. That's going mi- to be hard for you to, to stop, um, play this because yeah, it just, you know, one or two races and you're, and you're, you're done.
1: Yeah. I, I could I be found the same, like I didn't really get addicted to the fourth one, but I just kept playing it. You know, here and there, I probably never played it for more than an hour or two at a time. You know, it wasn't a game I would sit down for eight hours and play. But every you know, couple of days, I'd play for a half hour, an hour, whatever, do a few races, and yeah, it's it's sort of the opposite of addictive. It's it's something you can do that's not going to get you sucked in. You can just play however long you have for however much you want to play, and the only Mm -hmm. thing really is just that little bit of open world you know oh there's a thing right there and so every once in a while i'd be like okay time for bed and then i'd play for another 15 20 minutes but it's pretty minimal sure. compared to a lot of other games it's certainly not that bad oh definitely um this one will probably differ on a little bit um what do you think of the difficulty slash frustration factor of this game
0: well i mean i've already alluded to the fact that uh when it comes to racing games I'm a scrub so um I found it hard uh to stay on the road I found it hard to uh to win I don't I don't think I want a race no I'm I I I guarantee I did not win a race um so yeah I mean I found it difficult that's probably why I didn't do that many races um I preferred to just drive around um and explore this game and crash into stuff. <laughs> so yeah, that wasn't difficult because there's no objective. But anytime I tried to do an objective, um, unless it was like a speed trap, which is just like, put your foot down and go real fast. Um, then I, I struggled a little. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it can be difficult. I don't know. I never felt like it was frustrating. I guess it. I, it could be frustrating if you're really struggling with it but they they do have a lot of stuff in here, a lot of options to tone down the difficulty and tone down the frustration um, so that like you said you know it'll let you make the people you're competing against not as hard. there's a lot of you know things in there that make it so that you don't have to win you can still earn money coming in seventh or whatever um, so overall, I don't think it's a particularly difficult or frustrating game but if you're not into racing games, it certainly could be difficult for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: On the other side of it, I I didn't find it frustrating because I didn't find um, like I didn't need to to win. Right. Sure, it would have been good to win, but the game didn't make it so that I had to win to be rewarded or right or to have fun. So like, yeah, it was difficult to win, but I didn't really care.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good point, too, because, you know, I've been playing a bit of Halo and. And sometimes there's like objectives, and it's like one of the ones I was trying to do was um, stick somebody with a sticky grenade. And every time you throw one and it doesn't stick someone, it's frustrating. And is it mm-hmm. difficult? I don't know. Probably not really that difficult, but is it frustrating? Yes, incredibly frustrating. So mm-hmm. on the they flip don't always side, go hand in hand. Yeah, on the flip side, this game, it's like can be difficult, but then the game's just like, here's a bunch of free stuff anyway. Thanks for losing. And you're just like, okay, cool. You know, so, yeah, it's, so thanks. it's yeah. a very rewarding game for sure. It gives you stuff no matter what you're doing. So mm-hmm. with all that said, um, let's put a, a rating out of 10 for Forza Horizon 5.
0: Hmm, that's a toughie. Um, I always try and balance, you know, what, what I think the devs were trying to do versus what I felt about it. Um, I think the game itself was good as far as racing games go. Again, I've got nothing to compare that to, though. So was it good compared to other games in its league? I don't know. (laughs) Probably. Um, But as far as my enjoyment out of it, probably a seven. Yeah, I think seven's fair.
1: I mean, that's still pretty high for something that you didn't really like. So that says a lot about it.
0: Mm-hmm. the game was good, but it's not my
1: game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big racing fan and I still love these games. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I'd probably give it a nine, 9.5. And again, like, wow. you know, leagues ahead of any other racing game, because normally I don't like them at all. So, or I sure. like them a little well, there you bit. Go. Um, so, you know, it, it's definitely a, the racing game for non-racing fans. Um, and mm-hmm. maybe a racing game for racing fans too. I don't really know. <laughs> we'll have to ask. Or just somebody. people
0: that like people that like cars. Like yeah. in real life, um, would enjoy this. If you, as far as our criteria of you know um, being not too addictive, not too long, not too difficult or frustrating, um, but also likes cars. Yeah. <laughs> then, then yeah, this is probably. Take those boxes for you, so you should definitely do it. Um, but if you don't, if you're like me and you you don't care, I drive a, I drive a Dodge Grand Caravan, <laughs>
1: the ultimate dad <laughs> I car. Don't care.
0: Yeah, dad car and gas guzzling machine. Um, but uh yeah, it's still a great game. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, and I don't care about cars either, but uh, I do like games that constantly reward me with things and games with big collections so like collecting mm-hmm. the cars it's still fun even though you know 90 percent of them i've never heard of um right. i still have a lot of fun with that uh just collecting them and, and you know doing those wheel spins and all that stuff it's always a i don't know it just always feels good to be given given stuff every few minutes when you're playing a game
0: definitely everyone likes to get presents
1: <laughs> that's it for uh forza horizon 5 um i've picked out another game for us i sort of hummed and hawed on this one um about what i wanted to choose for the next game and then something popped Mm -hmm. into game pass that i started playing um it's something that was recommended to you in discord uh and that is the hitman trilogy and so i played hitman one i don't know a few years ago got really into it liked it a lot and then i haven't played two and three and so I'm currently playing this game as well. And in the last couple of days, I replayed all the levels from the first one to get caught back mm-hmm. up. So I'm about to start Hitman 2. And I'm very excited about it. I forgot how much I love this game. So I'm excited I to see. I think I have
0: played the first one yeah. years ago. So there was yeah.
1: there was a bunch of old Hitman games too on like Xbox 360, I think, in that era. Hmm. And I never that played any been. of those. And then the the first one in this trilogy, it was like a reboot or whatever. It came out, I think, in 2016 on Xbox One and, mm. and PS4 Um, in that era. So, yeah, I, I played that one, got really into it, but just hadn't gotten around to the other two. So they just popped into Game Pass last week. So perfect timing. We can play Sweet. through them together and uh, see what you think. But they're like a stealth, you know, assassin game you can sneak your way in and do some like social deception and, you know, you change your outfit to pretend to be a guard and go stab people in the back and, you know, things like that. It's a really cool game.
0: This is more my my speed yeah. of game as well. I'm, I'm excited about this one. Nice, And it's an,
1: it's another one that's pretty far off from anything else we've played. I don't think we've done anything really stealthy yet.
0: No, not really.
1: So yeah, being No,
0: I also played a few of the Ghost Recon games back in the day, yeah, and those
1: were similar They're as fun, well, yeah. and I
0: really enjoyed those.
1: Yeah, it's a similar vibe of of a lot of sneaking. The Hitman ones I like because there's there's a lot more focus on being clever and not just being precise, um, mm-hmm. and so that's really fun. But yeah, I, I think uh, I think that'll be a good time. And you want me to play all three of them? The way it works is Hitman Three has all the content from Hitman One and Two in it, so. You can sort of just play whatever; um, it's all part of the same game. Um, mm-hmm. If you're interested in the story, you can kind of play through all three. Um, it's interesting too with these games because the each level is very replayable. So the first time I played through Hitman One, it took me you know weeks, you know hours and hours of playing to beat this. But this time I just sure. beat each level once, and I beat the entirety of Hitman One in like three days or something. It was not very much okay. time. So depending on how you want to play, you might breeze through all three games or you might mm-hmm. spend a lot of time on like two levels. So we'll see what happens either way. Well, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to it. Good, good pick. And, um, we invite you to join our discord server. Uh, so you can also suggest games for us to play. Uh, there's a link in the podcast description and, um, There we post all kinds of uh, important announcements, uh, just general chit-chat. If you uh, don't have Discord or don't want Discord, you can instead send us an email um, for, you know, just questions, comments, or game suggestions, or if you just want to say hi, our email is notimepod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to No Time to Game. Uh, Please subscribe. Please, please subscribe. And also, please uh, tell a friend, because we don't really do any kind of social media about this. It's not our, uh, it's not our cuppa. We, we don't really love doing that. So, um, if you could subscribe and then tell a friend about it that you think might be into it, that would, that would mean a lot. Um, and, uh, as always press X to skip the credits. Bye-bye.